0: What's up, my Uncommon family, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Uncommon Podcast. The Colorado real estate market's been a little crazy this year, and I even sold and purchased a home myself, if you can believe it. Whether you're curious about your options or references for work you might need to have done now that the weather's nice, we can uh, be your go-to resource. We have tons of resources out there and referrals for you, so reach out to us anytime. You can call or message us on any major platform, and we'd love to help you in any way that we can. We're not necessarily trying to get sponsors right now at this point, but we want to help our business owners out there. So if you'd like us to promote your business on the show, please reach out to us on any of our contact methods, and we would love to help you out. If you like the show, please subscribe on the platform of your choice and share the crap out of this show. You guys have been awesome. We appreciate the support. Please continue to share the show and help us grow this thing naturally. Uh, We really appreciate the support. You can email us at, at com or call 720-336-0848. Keep having an awesome year and let's get down to it.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Young Cuma Podcast of B-Pop and Duff. Hey, Duff, what's going on, man?
0: Not much, my friend. How about yourself? Uh, Doing well, you know,
1: as always. Uh, Before we uh, get this episode kicked off, as we do every episode, we want to send a special uh, shout-out to all those first responders, so police, firefighters, EMTs, and a very special thank you to all the active-duty military as well as the veterans that serve this great country. Without uh, everything you do and the sacrifice that you make, we could not do what we do. So from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you so much for everything you do for us as well as this country.
0: Absolutely. And if you have any causes that we can support or um, help in any way, we want to do that. So please reach out to us and let us know if we can uh, do anything to assist um, any of those. Absolutely. Well, uh, today I want to do a little bit of a change up. Uh,
1: I don't want to talk about COVID and all that same bullshit this episode. We, we we've, beat that horse to death, man. We've been beating that one up. Yeah, we have. Um, I want to talk today uh, a little bit more positivity about you know, kind of head trash surrounding money. And, you know, what I come up with this is, you know, you hear the sayings, you know, the filthy rich money's the root of all evil, you know, things like that. And I think when you get to be uh, you know, Fauci or Bill Gates status, <laughs> you might be, uh, uh, right. in saying something like that, but I'm talking about us everyday individuals that, you know, just go out, whether we're an entrepreneur, business owner and sales Whatever the case may be, I think that a lot of times what holds people back from achieving their goals in their business is some of the the misconceptions or really the head trash surrounding money and the the terms you might use to describe somebody with money um, and it's really self defeating. Like I said, I said a minute ago, you know, you you have that term the filthy rich. Well, if you constantly think that the, the rich are filthy or the rich are evil, the rich are bad, what that's going to do is it's going to um, subconsciously prevent you from ever being in that position, right? And you and I talked before we started this episode, and um, a lot of the people that know me know that I have a very different view of money. Right. And what I mean by different view of money is I have a saying, and and one of the best movie clips out there, you guys should uh, go check it out. It's from the movie Blow with uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, geez, that was back uh, early, early 2000s. Love the movie. I
0: love that movie.
1: I love the movie. It, it makes you want to do bad things. <laughs> but uh, at the very beginning of the movie, uh, when Johnny Depp's character is a little kid, he goes to the bankruptcy office with his dad and his dad owns a plumbing company. And the dad has to file for bankruptcy. And they're walking out and, um, you know, George Young, uh, Johnny Depp's kid character, um, is very super upset. And he asks his dad why he's not upset. And his dad says something to the effect of, you know, money isn't real, George. It just make people out there just want us to believe that it is. And I'm a firm believer in that money is not real. And people out there probably listen to me like, what are you talking about? I've got X dollar amount in my checking account. Of course, it's real. Okay. What is real is the skill set that you have to earn the money that you, that you do. Okay. So if we look, at this from an entrepreneurial standpoint or, you know, somebody that's in sales, that sort of thing, you know, anybody that is self-employed, that's an entrepreneur that's in sales, we all get to earn what we're worth. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Okay. Now when you work hourly, or you work salary something like that. You don't really get that opportunity necessarily because, you know, you don't have the ability to make more money if you're if you're working on an hourly basis unless you put in more hours, more time. But when you're in the entrepreneur sector like we are, you know, you really get to earn what you're worth. And so based on that, if you constantly have this attitude, uh, a, a bad attitude around money, like I talked about. You're never going to get past that. And, you know, part of this is, you know, I don't ever if if I want to buy a new car, for example, uh, for those out there that know me, there's a few of you out there listening that know me personally. But if I want to go buy a new car, for example, I don't sit back and say, Okay, how long do I have to save up to get this car? For example, what I do is say, Okay, how many transactions do I need to do? Do I need to close in order to put myself in a position to go buy that car? whether I, I finance it for a short period of time, whether I just go out and pay cash for it. That is my mentality surrounding money. And it really irritates me when I'm talking to people out there that are kind of in the, in the same sales profession, if you will, same self-employment profession. They constantly say, I can't afford that. Like how many times in your existence over the last like six, let's say last six months, Duff, how many times have you talked to your wife and you're just like, yeah, we can't afford that? Not a whole lot. Yeah, you know, I, you know, when we're looking at would, services,
0: but... you know, when we're looking at services and stuff, you know, this, this new subscription model has kind of changed everything. So you got to kind of look forward. You know what I mean? If right. you're like, all right, am I going to use this six, seven months from now, a year from now, right? right? You're buying stupid apps and shit on your phone for four ninety nine. you know, and it's like a reoccurring payment every month. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. And it's out of sight, out of mind. I just want to touch on one thing before you get too far. I agree with you on the skills piece. Um, but for, I think for normal, like just for regular people, you know, cause I was in the, I was in the police department, which is like a job, yep. like it's like the nine to five type thing. Right? right. And I think for people out there, I agree with you, but I would say that, I mean, physical money is real to people, right? Like, I mean, you have stacks of hundreds in your pocket or something, you know, in a bag, you know, that that's physical, it's real. But well, where I do agree with you is, And this is something for everybody out there to be cognizant of, because I didn't think about it until my grandfather brought it up. But these are all just figures and numbers on a computer screen, right? It's 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 on a ledger. At the end of the day. And I can't remember what incident, if it was during the pandemic or if it was before that, where people were getting locked out of their accounts because they were trying to withdraw too much money and the bank didn't have enough on hand. So what I want to explain to everybody out there, you know, my, my grandfather very wisely said, you need to have X amount of physical currency of whatever kind, you know, wherever you live or, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's accessible. Um, and again, I know this is getting off topic from where you're trying to take this thing, but just for everybody out there, make sure that if you're tied to that computer screen and you think that that's what you have, just understand that they can lock you out of that at any point in time and you're not going to be able to access those funds either. So that's where I say that it's fake. Well, that there until it's physically in my hand until I have it physically in my hand, it's fake. It's just numbers on a, it's just numbers on a screen. It's the same thing I talk about with our real estate transactions. Numbers are going to continue to move on that screen until Mm -hmm. we sign on the dotted line. Yep.
1: Well, and again, you know, a lot of the episodes we do are going to be more geared towards entrepreneurs and that sort of thing. And that's why I bring this up. Um, and, and I get it again, if you work an hourly job, if, if you're a police officer, a firefighter something like that, I mean, you're kind of capped it at your income level. I get that. And I'm not trying to discredit that by any means, but I'm trying to, what I want to do is get people to think a little bit differently about money. And I made some notes here, right? So, I've talked about money is the root of all evil. Stop saying that. Um, if, if you catch yourself saying that, just stop yourself. Cause that, that right there is completely self-defeating. The other term that really drives me nuts is when people say, oh, I, I, I need to make more money. That drives me up a wall. Why do you think that drives me up a wall? I don't know. Tell me. We don't make money. You know who makes money? The government. We don't produce. Huh? They make money. You know what we do? We earn money. Right. And how do we earn money? Provide a service, provide a product. You know, again, if you work at a job, you're providing your time. You're giving your time in exchange for money when you work, when you work for a company, that's what you're doing. But that time that you give to that company, you're providing
0: them with a skill. One of my most favorite like movie clips is, uh, in the departed when he's collecting that money, what is his name? Frenchie, the right hand guy. Mm Mm-hmm. And the guy, he's beating that guy up and goes, why aren't you paying? He's trying to collect the money, you know, for, you know, the the head honcho guy. I forget it. I'm forgetting all the names at this point, but the guy tells him I don't have the money. And he goes, well, then make some more fucking money. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, just, I would agree with you on the point with the skills, you know, we're going to get into the, the investing side of it. But the, one of the hardest lessons that I had to come to terms with when I was going from one world to another, because I went from the nine to five type to being self-employed.
1: That's a hard transition.
0: And having to understand, I never had to spend money to make money. I didn't ever have to think about what my monthly budget was because, you know, we had uniform allowances and that kind of stuff built in with my job. That's not with every job, but I mean, with the job I had. Mm -hmm. And so I never had to think about those things. So, you know, having to switch that mindset is one of the hardest things for people, I think, you know? Oh, it is. And, you know,
1: again, going back to switching that mindset, you know, people grow to, well, how can I say this? Your degree of wealth, whatever your individual degree of wealth is, is based upon your personal growth. And here's what I mean by that. Take a lottery winner, for example, somebody that goes out and wins the lotto for a hundred million dollars, Okay. Somebody that comes into a windfall of cash like that, if you look at the statistics, they're usually broke within about three to five years. And the reason they are is because they go piss that money away on cars and clothes and jewelry and, you know, whatever else, maybe they buy a couple three houses and forget they have to pay the property taxes and homeowners insurance every year, things like that. Right. So after three, three to five years, they're broke. Why were they broke? They had a windfall of cash Okay, they they were broke, or they become broke because their mindset surrounding that money is not to the level that they should have that level of money, or or not that they should have it, but they can't handle that level of money. Does that make
0: sense? Their level of skills aren't well, aren't at a level, uh, aren't at a level to manage to manage that, manage it properly. What all comes with that level of money. Exactly. We're talking about investments, we're talking I mean when we get into the millions and the, you know, really high high dollar. I mean, I guess even high hundreds of thousands, right? Right. And people start to you know venturing into the investment worlds and the real estate and the, different things, cryptocurrency, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Who whatever they get into. That's a lot of different arms and I know I I'm very humble in the fact I always tell everybody, I come from a blue collar go to work every so day do I. and come back family, right? Yeah. And so absolutely. I didn't I was never around anybody that would have taught me any of this, or I would have even just been exposed to it, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't think anybody out there should feel bad that they don't, you know, maybe see some of these things. Oh, that's you why know, that we're, we're talking, talking about. about it. Yeah. I mean,
1: the whole idea behind this is I, I just want, I, all I want to do is give people something uh, to think about, maybe a, a different way of approaching things or maybe a different thought process that
0: just says, Hey, you know, I never thought of it that way. And just going back to your people that came into a windfall of money, you know, they didn't, the most people that, m- work up to that level. They're acquiring the skills and through the failures, through all of those trials up until that point, when you just get the lotto, that's why we see people that fall on their face all the time or you see them in trouble or, you know, whatever, snorting Coke and doing everything else. Right. So if this is your goal, kind of rolling off of what you said, you have to align, you know, how your, your trajectory, I guess, right. Mm. You have to align your trajectory but you also have to understand that there's going to be a lot of lessons that come along that trajectory to get that million dollars or $15 right. million dollars or whatever.
1: Right. You know, again, going back to the, my, my mentality that money isn't real. Money is not real. And what's real in my mind is the skills that you possess to allow you to earn that money. Okay. Because if all of a sudden the company I work for goes out of business tomorrow, I still have the skills I have that I can go get another job doing the exact same thing I do or I just open up my own company right because of the skills that I have. I don't care if you install HVAC systems for a living or you you're, you're a complete a, a complete and total entrepreneur, you know, you you have skills and those skills allow you to earn money. That's why I say money is not real, it's the skills that you possess. That are real and allow you to earn money. And the beauty of that, if, if you think of it from that standpoint, is there a limit or a cap on the amount of skills you can possess? No, there's not. Ask Elon Musk. Uh, right. If, if you look at your skills as a source of currency, okay, every single one of us have an ability to go out every single day and build upon those skills that we have and compound those skills and obtain new skills, right? And those new skills you obtain, whether it's, it's simply for a hobby, right? We're doing this podcast right now kind of as a hobby, right? So who's to say that this hobby at some point doesn't um, compound into something different because we've grown and we've, we've developed those additional
0: skills? I'm not saying it will, but who's to say if it doesn't? Well, let's not shortchange it. Let's just tell everybody kind of what we're doing and the steps that we're going through. Right. Right. Like we're investing money into this podcast. I've said it on previous episodes. I don't want everybody to get the wrong perception. I say that we haven't put a lot of money into marketing. That's just because we didn't want to market. Right. We have put money into trying to make the sound better, hiring an editor, you know, buying better equipment. So that way that the sound is easier for us to edit so that there's less editing time. We can get things more on a schedule, you know, be more, being more professional and this should tie into, I can't remember which personal development episode we did where we talked about just being professional, Mm -hmm. but part of this is just being professional. Yeah. Right. Well, again, you don't want to pay me money. If I'm, if we're asking for a subscription model for this podcast, you don't want to pay me money and have this sound like I'm talking to you on a cell phone from 19, you know, (laughs) 99, a
1: brick cell phone. Right. Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? You want to make sure that this sounds right. Yeah. So I have to invest the money into this. Now I've had to buy. A couple different mics. I've had to buy a couple different things because things haven't matched yep. what I needed out of them. Where I, where we're trying to grow this podcast mm. in and of itself. So when you're taking your own personal situations, even if you have that nine to five job, if you're looking to get a side hustle or do something else, like hey man, I can make some extra money. I have this skill. You know, perfect the skill. That's what I would say. That's right. Because I know one thing that was bad, I guess, if you want to put it that way about, you know, being in, in rolling into a career, like I did as young as I did. I always tell everybody, I got really scared when I got my DUI because I was afraid I was going to get fired and I had no other skills, mm-hmm. you know, and I've come to find out that I had a ton of skills. I just had to dig deep. But, you know, you think about, I, t- I tell everybody, my grandfather can go, he, you know, up until the day that he died, he could go get into a front end loader and run the thing. Mm-hmm. Like he knew how to run. I didn't ever know how to do those things. Right. Right. And so the one thing I would tell people that are in that nine to five, trying to get that side hustle to get some extra cash or whatever, to maybe pay bills off earlier, you know, make some headway on your mortgage. Make sure that you're not just flying into that. Like be a professional about that as well. Just as much as you train and you prep for your nine to five, you need to train and prep and do what you need to do on that side hustle as well. And sometimes that's going to take you paying for training, Mm -hmm. and paying for courses to be better at that.
1: Well, what you're doing is you're making an investment, right? So what we've done with this podcast, with the equipment uh, that you've talked about, is, you know, we're we're almost episode 30, right? So in 30 episodes, we've evolved from (laughs) kind of shitty boom arms, shitty mics, you know, a little handheld mixer to now we got nicer stuff. And we've put that investment into this so that it, it can grow. It sounds better. You know, we're, we're, we're making sure we put out quality to our listeners out there. But along the way, you and I have developed the skills to figure out how to use this mixer. We've developed the skills to figure out the intricacies of the microphones. We've developed the skills to figure out how to talk without saying the same redundant fucking words all the time, such as, right? I have a real bad problem with that, so I pick thi- up myself and things, for things And things. And things and everybody. I can't, you know, like we're getting better at that, right? But it's all part of developing those that skill set. And that's why I say money is not real. What's real is the skills that you possess to go out and earn that money. And if if you're, if you're stuck in a rut out there, you have an hourly job, and you're like, man, I got to do something different, look, do some research, explore, A, what, what you like to do, what you're passionate about, and then figure out, okay, what sort of skill sets do I need to do to turn that skill set into a monetary equivalent? And that's really what it comes down to.
0: Right, and they say, you know, Success leaves clues, right? That's a big saying in our business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can't do better then duplicate and do it as good as you can. Right. Right. And so one thing, you know, we were thinking about doing an episode and I can just cut in here for just about a couple minutes. I had to swallow my pride a lot and hire coaches for things that I've done because mm-hmm. I did not know. Yeah. Like I have a business coach now that I talked to, I have a media, a weekly meeting with and he's shown me in the last month, more systems and, and, and examples and helps and, and just helps me overall with, you know, kind of trying to get everything straight. So my reasoning for telling everybody that is, is that I'm getting ready to have one of the best years I've ever had. And the reason is, is because I'm incorporating s- these elements of how he runs his business into my business. And I'm seeing, you know, the fruits of that labor. Now I've had to pay, you know, some some hard checks to this man to, you know, have meetings with him.
1: Well, but here's the deal though. His value is not free.
0: It's dude. It's not even, you can't, you can't believe some of the stuff this guy shows me, you know what I mean? And how to do things and stuff. And so my reasoning for, for talking about that is, is, you know, I was talking about making sure that you're a professional. The fastest way that you can do that is to get in with somebody that is a perfect. Now I will say this, don't go on YouTube and search it on YouTube. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay. <laughs> right. Cause you'll get 900 results and half of them haven't done shit. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I heard a saying a long time ago that, you know, the quickest way to make a million dollars in real estate, write a book on how to make a million dollars in real estate.
0: Right. No kidding. <laughs> but what I would tell everybody is do some research, you know, and find out if you're interested, like you said, and if you're like, Hey man, I, I was in HVAC when I was in college, and you know, now you have a, a career, but maybe you want to make some extra cash installing stuff. You start a little LLC. And you get a coach like that, try to help you get it going, and you get kind of rolling. You know how to do the service; you have that skill. You don't need that skill. Right. You know you get better at that skill, but you already have that skill. Focus on the other skill. Get good at marketing yourself and getting getting you know your brand out there. And then maybe at one point you'll have an opportunity to fully transition and go do that if you'd rather do that than than your nine to five.
1: Right. Exactly. The other thing that I would say too is, you know, be real careful uh, what you put into your head. As well, when you're on your, your journey here, uh, what we're talking about, about earning money and that sort of thing. And what I mean by that is um, I, I love uh, country music and uh, Zach Brown Band. has got to be one of my favorite bands out there. I go see them in concert every time I come here. And there's a song that I absolutely love, but I literally will turn it off. Me and my wife both will turn the song off about a third of the way through. And you know why we turn it off? Why is that? The chorus drives me nuts. So the song free by Zach Brown, love that song. Love the, 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 the sound, the, the beginning lyrics. I love it all, except when they say over and over and over, we don't have a lot of money. We don't have a lot of money. I don't want that shit entering my head. And that sounds weird and superficial to maybe to a lot of people, but I have to take stock and I got to be careful about the things that I intake Because if I always always said constantly, I don't have a lot of money, you know, we can't afford that, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, that's going to subconsciously weigh on my mind and it's going to affect how I go out and do business. So silly as that sounds, when that part of the song comes on, we change it immediately because I don't want that in my head.
0: You are what you consume. That's right. Right, you are you, you. are what you consume, and yeah. it's and like eating a whole box full of ding dongs. anybody that anybody that maybe got offended by what you got there, you're never going to make a million dollars. I'm telling you, if you're offended about what you just said, yeah, you're ne- you'll never make it because you got a victim mentality.
1: That's right. Well, it, it's not so much a victim mentality, but you, you again, you have to be conscious about what you take in, no different than your
0: diet. All I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is, is that oh, that's super. You said it's superficial. Oh, he's super fish. He doesn't understand me. I, he, um, I go, I have this going on and I have that going on and I got this bill and I got that bill. Everybody has bills, bro. Right. Everybody, everybody has responsibilities, whether you have a family or not, you have that's responsibilities. Right. You have to buy a car. You got to buy a couch. Got to have, you know, insurance. Yeah. You Let me tell have... you
1: something. Millionaires have a lot more bills than you do.
0: Well, it's not, <laughs> I'm not even trying to put that point. I'm just people. Right. That's the reason why these people are hung up. Mm-hmm they're hung up because of how they're looking at it. And then they, and then when they hear something like that and they do get offended, they shut it down right away. Instead of listening to it and, and kind of maybe like trying to take it in and say, let me see, am I applying this towards my life? Right. Oh, I'm not. Right. Oh, so that's why I'm getting really offended by what he's saying right now is because my mind right now doesn't like to hear that because technically this might be the truth.
1: Yep. Well, and the other thing too, uh, that I would say is, you know, don't, watch other people's success or perceive success and try to live up to their success. Well, that, that old saying, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, don't do that. And and here's why you just, because somebody has a big house, has a nice car, lots of cars, you know, whatever, we don't know their internal situation. We don't know their internal struggle. Meaning, uh, is the house financed to the hilt? Is every car they buy financed or leased, and they're barely scraping by every month with the payments because they want to look like they're well off, but they're not. Probably the YouTube coach you were talking about.
0: Not only that, dude. When I was a cop, we it used to be the most aggravating thing, Brett. One of the most aggravating things I've ever that I ever with that job. You'll go to apartment buildings that are Section Eight housing, mm-hmm. and you got you le- got a Cadillac, dude. You got Lexuses, You got Cadillacs, you got shit all parked on twenties and all, you know, and you go up to their apartment or whatever and they got 60 pairs of Jordans and they got, you know, a 70 inch flat screen TV and all that, right. kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like these people want this facade. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And a lot of that's probably renaissance style. <laughs> I style. I, I don't know. I don't know, right.
1: but it's either that or dope money. Yeah. But, Uh, Again, you know, I I, I say that, you know, don't, don't look at somebody else's perceived success and think that, oh, I got to match that, you know, don't keep up with the Joneses. You know what I mean? When I say money isn't real, I don't mean go out and get yourself into debt and go buy everything you want. You know, you got to be responsible and everything. But the idea that I have behind that saying is you need to change your mindset just a little bit to say, okay, I'm going to develop more skills. And as I develop more skills, um, I'll earn more money. Right you know, even if you work at a, even if you're a a police officer working at a, a, at any of the the cities out there, right? When you start off as a, as an entry-level patrolman, you're not going to make as much money as a senior detective, right? Right. So in order to get to that senior detective, what do you have to do? You have to acquire more skill, right? You have to acquire different skills in order to get to that position. And the skills is your wealth currency. It's not the, it's not the dollars that, that you get every two weeks on your paycheck. It's the skill set. So effectively, long way around this, I always have a a problem of making a, a, a short story long. Develop your skills, and the monetary gains come.
0: Well, and I just want to touch on the, on the investment piece again, just one last time. Just because there's an app for it doesn't mean that it's good. Robinhood, Dude. Like, you got all these training things on there, and people think, like, you're going to go on iTunes U and learn how to be an accountant. You know what I mean? Like, right. you can't, like that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about truly investing in yourself and trusting that, well, you got to put the effort in too, right? I mean, you got to get the effort in first, but, and trusting that that's going to pay off for you in the end.
1: Right, exactly. You know, and you have to have a little bit of faith. I agree. I agree. So with that, we wanted to keep this one a little short and sweet. So with that, Dustin, I think uh, we'll cut it out.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us, and um, you can always communicate with us by emailing the show at, uncommonpodcast at Um and we just appreciate all the support so far, Brett. We're almost at 1,900 downloads at this point as of the recording on June 17th here, so we're almost at that 2,000, so I think after these episodes drop, we'll probably be well over
1: that. Man, that's fantastic. Well, with that, thank you everybody. Uh, if you found value in anything we uh, put out there, please be sure to share it. Please be sure to rate it. Um, you know, uh, again, share it with friends, family, whatever. Also be sure to, to, uh, subscribe with it on whatever platform you're on, whether it's Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, you know, Amazon, I think they have one. Google has one. Everybody's got yeah, one. Stitcher got a and, yeah, Yeah. So be sure to uh, subscribe so you get notified when new episodes come out. And then, again, just share it. And then also, if you like what you hear, leave us a review. So uh, with that, see you, everybody. Take care.